Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and a Filthy Casual. Back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. We are still back in the doldrums, and this is why we're here, trying to entertain, trying to lift your spirits. Um, let's start with our poopery today, and I'm actually pretty excited this time around um, because it's not just one, but actually fits two things that I've been looking forward to. Um, you know, as Harold and Lewis knows, I've been into um, the whole Transformers recently. Um, and Lewis I, I sh- and Harold, I showed you guys the, the new action figures. And it, it was interesting to me when, when they had the um, Transformers Siege and Transformers Earthrise um, series. Um, first and foremost, I think I told you, I like the sculpts of the Transformers. It's like, um, it's like the Masterpiece series of Transformers, except um, a little cheaper, um, not as good as a build. But the quality is still there. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, I found out that there's a Transformers um, Netflix series. Did either of you get a, uh, either of you get a chance to uh, uh, take a look at the, 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 any of the episodes yet? I actually did. I got a chance to watch the first two episodes. Great teasers. Um, I won't get into too, min- too much spoilers because as of uh, the day of today's recording, it's literally just lot dropped today but um yeah really well made so far i mean like i said only the first two episodes i really enjoyed what i've seen um it's an interesting take on you know the the transformers lore um and obviously to kind of show my age but i did love the the look of the transformers because it's very like it's very g1 like you know the first generation uh transformers that uh from the 80s but with, you know, obviously modern aesthetics and uh, modern CGI to make it look a lot more alive and all that good stuff. So, yeah, uh, so far, so good. Uh, how, how, what did you think about it, Dan? Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I was making fun of Lewis a while ago for, you know, <laughs> having a job where um, you you um, you can binge through a whole thing. But uh, today when I found out about it, like, um, during, like, my lunch, during my, my break, and, like, after school, I just snuck. Um, an opportunity to watch uh, to watch it on Netflix, and it's a really short se- season. Um, there's there's three seasons, and the first season, the Transformers Siege, is six episodes long, um, and each episode is like twenty something minutes. So you know, it took, it, oh, you know, so it took um, you know less than two hours for me to to get through. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> does the math add up? Hold on, <laughs> I, I got to do the math there, but um, you know. So far, like like you said, um, I, I like the the art. Um, uh, you know, computer gen- uh, uh, computer generated definitely, but you still have like the um, as you said, G one aesthetics of it. But at the same time, it has a um, it has a anime feel to it also. Which um, if you take a look at the uh, the creators of it, the animators, um, that is their background of it. So um, it's really really good. And I was telling you guys that. Um, I found myself as I was play as I was playing as I was watching. Um, I couldn't help but grab the new figures that I had, <laughs> and as I was watching, I was like playing with it, going pew pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yes, gonna get you, Megatron. <laughs> so I so yes, I did put that. I was I was with my my boys actually. Oh, those are your boys. 
Okay. Was that, <laughs> was, um, I, I, I misspelled the word. But yeah, so um, I spent, I had, um, you know, I have, I have a couple of them. And it's interesting some of the decisions that they had. Um, of all the of all the toys that I've seen so far, they have everything except for one glaring um, character that that is not there. Can you can you guys guess which one? Like especially considering the modern uh, who the modern audience is, and who aside from Optimus Prime, there's one person that's the most like iconic of the newer newer Transformers. Is Bumblebee? it Bumblebee? Yeah, there's Man. no Bumblebee toy. Really? Uh, and no he toys. has the movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Harold? I'm saying you're saying no toy. He's in the series, though. He's in the series, and he he's actually a prominent um, character in it. And for some reason, it's um, you know, there's no pre, there's no at least so far I haven't seen one yet because you know how at least it'll say sold out or something like that. Um, and definitely, there's no pre-orders or anything like that. So, um, uh, like I said, um, I, I I have a bunch of the toys already. That's one that I wanted to get, and you know, for some reason, I, I it's it's mysterious to me why they would not have that yet. That is interesting because I mean, yeah, you're right. Besides Optimus, I mean, Bumblebee's like the jump on character from the first Michael Bay movies, and not to mention he had his own spinoff movie. I mean, you know, the, its success varies. I mean, it depends on who you're asking, but you know, wow, interesting. Yeah, and I think kind of like the way G1 uh, Transformers was really made. You know, um, you know, if you, the toys were already there, and so um, they decided to, you know, let, let's use these toys. Let's create a, um, a a a TV show that can sell these toys. I, I got to tell you, um, I was I was I was looking at Walmart, and then now they have a Netflix branded version of all the toys that 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 I bought. And so I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I'm most likely gonna get a couple more, um, a couple more. But so I'm pretty excited, and I'm gonna go broke. Thank God we're on a lockdown, and I don't have anything else to spend for anyway. Well, thanks, Aiden. And you can go back to uh, spending your hard-earned money back on these things because technically you're back to work, right? Yeah. Not even technically, you're back to work. I am back to work. This is I've just finished my first full week of teaching with uh, you know, like so face to face um uh, on uh, not face to face but um uh, <laughs> on zoom so hey um I, I have a job um i'm happy <laughs> and um i have something to spend on i saw the uh, i saw the article that they posted in was that on abc7 or something regarding uh your school being one of the first ones to like they're saying it's like uh leading the way whatnot in terms of how Getting back to school is supposed to be. Yeah, um, I, I'm. I'm, oh, so glad, I'm so glad that narrows down um, what school I am from and who <laughs> I am. So you know, thank, thank you very much. I, I do appreciate that one. But yes, you can uh, blur up the part where I talk about what site. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, it, it's been an exciting week, um, and my only regret is that I have not been able to fish. That, that that's that's my only regret, and. You know, if that's your only regret in life, life isn't too bad right, right. now. Yeah, you're doing well then. You're not. You're, you're not. It's not too bad. I mean, I, you, you still know, got this weekend I, to go uh, to go fishing. So. I, I'm I'm not lake house money or anything like that, but you know. <laughs> um, how about you guys? Any poopery that you guys want to share? So yeah, actually, you know, in the last few weeks, I've been. Um, 
One of the shows that Harold has been, you know, adamant about all of us watching or I watching as soon as as possible. He is one of the biggest fans. But I've been able to binge Parks and Rec on on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, and I gotta say, like, I'm honestly kind of mad at myself because not that I don't trust Harold. It's just that it wasn't high on the priorities. But this show was a freaking Wait, revelation. Trusting Harold wasn't high in the priority. No, oh, it was not. It was not. <laughs> it never is. He, he, he still refuses to add me in Call of Duty. We had one game. We had one magical evening, and I've never saw, seen him again. I saw you playing you last night. You posted me so many times, no, I saw you playing. You never sent me invites, but I saw you playing last night, and I was like, was it not last night? Two nights ago. Uh, two nights ago, yeah. And I was if like, you oh, did somebody, should... Go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry. No, I was in a game, and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of playing with these guys. I should, I should jump, hop into Lewis's game, but it wouldn't let me join. I was literally trying to join your game. It was like... 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, yeah, I'll just hop over there. It said a server full. So I, well, I'm down for later. Like <laughs> after this, we can play. Cause I Maybe haven't played I- in a few days, but yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, but, um, so yeah. what is, what is your new controller going to say about you, dude? Uh, I don't know, but actually is that, We'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll get to, we'll get to that later. But um, so yeah, uh, uh, with my family and I, my wife and I were able to binge watch the whole all, all seven season of Parks and Rec. Um, came out how long ago? H two thousand eleven or so? Uh, I think the 14? first season was maybe two thousand eight. Oh right, yeah, 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 the late two thousands, right? And like I said, it is a, a freaking revelation. I think I remember watching the first few. Um, episodes of the first season because you know as, as some of you listeners already know i myself am a civil servant i work for the city i work for the government and this 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 comedy is all about you know a bunch of government workers and the people around them and all the the shenanigans that they get into um and yeah this show is great uh give it some room to breathe if you're not if you haven't gotten into it yet but this show is uh, definitely is one of those that gets better after the first not even the first season, like give it a fir- the first few episodes and you're going to like slowly but surely fall in love with the characters. And um, yeah, it, it was, it was great to binge it, but it was sad to, to see the last episode. And, you know, in retrospect, it was actually kind of fun watching it and knowing where all of these great actors and actresses kind of moved on to, to uh, in the current day. So yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It was a good binge. Uh, thanks H for the recommendation. Uh, definitely worth it if you're listening to the podcast if you kind of like our humor if you like harold's humor um <laughs> if you like government stuff <laughs> actually you don't even have to, to know that so that's just a bonus if you work for the government uh, like my wife was tired of me going ha, i've been on a task force those are lame. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah it was good, show. good show good stuff dude um so i was telling lewis i, I just had a couple Actually, I had a couple of questions for his wife before because I know she was a more emotionally investing one. Um, <laughs> but you. so remember, I don't remember how many of our fans remember we used to have a website about a year and a half ago. But uh, one of the articles I wrote was about <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but one of the articles I wrote was about Parks and Rec being uh, pretty much my favorite television show of all time. Um, and I asked your wife, is it is it hyperbole to say that it's probably one of the greatest TV shows of all time? And she was like, no, it's not hyperbole. You can, <laughs> you can say that. And I was like, okay, cool. As long as validation by one person is fine. Yeah. Um, here's the thing that I love is the show is great, obviously. The main characters are great. The best thing about The Simpsons was always the universe of characters around The Simpsons. 
the funnest thing about Parks and Rec is you fall in love with every single main character, but the characters that they surround themselves with in each and every episode gets better by each time. So, like, remember they had that whole, uh, did you see that one clip where, uh, remember those, those people were complaining in Orange County about masks? Yes. And then they were, they were like that, or even in Florida, the one lady was like, eh, you know, if I can't wear a mask or if I have to wear a mask, um, then why, why should I wear underwear kind of deal? <laughs> and they, they intercut that footage with the, the townspeople footage from Parks and Rec arguing at each town hall. So you see like the reactions from like Ron Swanson and yeah. <laughs> open stuff. And that's this, like, every time they had those town things was fantastic. And by far my favorite will always be Patton Oswalt doing right. the filibuster. Cause he did that freestyle. And if you've ever seen the full clip, it's like him for nine minutes talking about his uh, star Wars Marvel universe, which actually ended up being pretty close. To, yeah. <laughs> so like the, the, the amount of guest stars they had on that show, as well as seeing everybody, like you said, uh, who went from that show and then went on to do such big things, it, it's fantastic. So, like, like you know how Dennis always has his thing about, like, at the end of the movie where they let you know what the characters are doing after the fact? Yep. This is, like, a perfect encapsulation of that. Because it's like you see the show ending, and then you're like, what did all these people, not just the characters, but what did all these people end up doing? And everybody... Pretty much, except for maybe Aziz, because you know what happened to him a couple of years ago. But there's like they all went to like bigger and better things. Not bigger and better things, because it's never going to be better. But like really big things. Obviously, Chris Pratt being a star of the Marvel universe now. And then, you know, we talked about Scott Pilgrim and having to see Aubrey Plaza there and her pretty pretty good movie career from there. And it's just you know. Just fun to see everybody succeed. Yeah, what's, what was actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Chris Pratt because that was the one uh, little Easter egg that even my son was pointing out. I was like, oh, th- that's, that's, that's Chris Pratt, right? From the early seasons. I was like, yeah, that's Star-Lord. And he could point out like season five or six. Yeah, he's like, oh, exactly. He's Star-Lord, he's in Star-Lord shape. <laughs> you no, and you, you notice that the guy that his British counterpart in, yes. in thing was the guy was one of the Xandar was it Xandar? I don't remember the name. Oh that's right, he's from the Nova Corps. He's that's right. Nova- yeah. Oh good Easter egg. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna show him that. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, we couldn't help but notice that you know Andy or uh, his character Andy Dwyer uh, was wearing like baggy clothes. I'm like, oh, that's to hide like a six pack underneath that, yeah. like uh, under his like his, his his dumpy clothes. But um, you know what? What I liked about the show, yes, I do love the characters. But I think one of my favorite parts, and it's like a part that I kind of geeked out about, and even my my wife and I was like, that's too nerdy. But I loved how they introduced stuff early in the seasons, or in even like seasons before that pays off much later. Yep. I think one of my favorite 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 gags has to be the landmine gag. The, the landmine that Ron has from the freaking first season, from the first episode, pays off in like the pen, not penultimate, maybe the middle of the last season, and it makes so much sense and it's so gratifying and it's just so much fun, and it, it just shows like how much how, how clever the show is. So like yeah, uh, definitely worth worth the time binge watching it. I wish I could watch it again. We actually just rewatched just uh, uh, you know 
I'm going to air out my family's business, but every like half of the family had a bad day today. So we put up, we, we watched the concert episode. And after the concert episode, the Unity concert episode, everybody Ooh. felt much better. So like, all right, there you go. That's you, have, you, should, you should watch the reunion uh, uh, special now. Oh, uh, on, on YouTube, right? They have, they yeah, have the one those? that just came out. Okay, I, I got to check that out. I, I, I can't wait. And, um, you know, I, my wife watches, uh, listens to our podcast sporadically, so I'm going to go ahead and say this out now. But, um, you know, Leslie Nope, uh, I can't, can't remember her, uh, the actress's name now. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, uh, yeah, underratedly kind of cute. I was like, oh. all right. <laughs> yeah. In the hierarchy of SNL alums, post SNL career, like she was not high on my, my power rankings of like, eh, she's all right. But after like a couple episodes, like, all right, Ben Wyatt, good for you, man. <laughs> ben, you, know, you know what? Not going to lie, dude. Ben Wyatt reminds me of you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> He's like Cause nerdy. Because he, he married up. I hate you. I hate that dude. That's who. Also, so then here's the fun thing is remember how a lot of the times we got into a TV show was because it would just show nonstop on like a television, like a TV station or whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, Parks and Rec is now that show that Scrubs used to be Oh, wow. on Comedy Central in the mornings. So no matter what time you wake up at like six or seven o'clock in the morning, they're showing Parks and Rec. Oh, nice. So you can do the whole thing where you can like, like right now, this morning was one of my favorites where it was the very first episode that uh, uh, Ben White and Chris Traeger show up. And it's like, or, uh, you know, Rob Lowe and um, Adam Scott, Adam Scott show up. So yeah, like it, it's a, it's a fun journey. And like when you started talking about it, I was like, you know what I haven't done in a long time? Uh, binge watched the IT crowd and then binge watched uh, part two. <laughs> please please don't don't put stuff out there that i cannot binge watch right away because i hate you because i bet you it crowd's gonna be really good too isn't it it's only like three seasons and it's british so it's like eight episodes a season yeah oh, it's you, british you like you like the british i did like the yeah. british <laughs> but the main character is that uh that irish guy <laughs> yeah it's the irish guy from uh from uh from Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids. Right? yes yeah. yes that guy nice okay well, I, I I did also binge watch. I think it's from the same creator. Uh, I mean, it's kind of the same look, so maybe everybody's kind of like harping on that whole documentary feel for it. But I did watch. I, I binge watch all of um, what we do in the shadows, the uh, the FX uh, comedy, you know, based on the movie, you know, with Taika Waititi and and all them folks. Uh, another really good show. I mean, it's not quite as good there yet with Parks and Rec, but um, I see how it can become there. Get there. But yeah, definitely an, another good recommendation. And I can good already Easter, see it. Good oh, Easter egg for you then, since you're talking about what we do in the shadows. The main vampire is the third lead or the fourth lead in the second season of the IT crowd. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Deep cut, dude. okay I'll, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shows, dude. It's uh, this this comedy thing is is a is a is a black hole because now I started watching a little Community. And then I watch. I watch one. Uh, my wife and I watch one episode of uh, of uh, the Good Place and New Girl. And I think we're gonna c- pursue uh, watching Good Place before jumping on everything else. But yeah, it's a slippery slope. But it's it, it's welcome. It's it's great. And and now in this freaking uh, kind of depressing pandemic times of whatnot, it, it's good to laugh. So you know, I'm, I'm glad there's comedies out there. 
<laughs> I'm I'm glad that we're 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 finding some time to um, catch up with some some old stuff. Um, any more um, potpourri before we move on uh, our topic today? Uh, just a real quick one. Like briefly last week, we talked about how uh, one of the most entertaining things in quarantine has been the uh, players in the NBA bubble, and today <laughs> officially is the start of the restart of the NBA season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and as so, of right now, I believe um, the, uh, while we're watching this, one, one of the are not one of the first game, right? Or is it the second, second game? game? Uh, second technically, game. the second, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the yeah, it's crazy that on opening night they decided to do Lakers Clippers, and as this episode goes on, with a minute left in the game and a close game, we're gonna see a, a good one. So far, it's been a good one, and. Um, it's just weird to see because they did the whole digital fans thing. So people were just... <laughs> oh, dude, I saw that. It was hilarious. Yeah. So every time someone scores, the people in the stands, I want to know, know how you can get into that. Like, I want to be one of those guys. <laughs> I th- I'm, I'm guessing you just had to Zoom. Uh, you, you get like a Zoom account somewhere. Because or- I'm on the Lakers... I don't know, do they do they send you an invite? How how does this work? I got well, I got one for the Dodgers, but I haven't got one for the Lakers, which is strange because nice more of a Laker it. fan than a Dodger fan. But you know, LA sports. So oh. I, I guess sports are back in full swing because we have uh, Major League Baseball somewhat mm-hmm. without teams that are not in quarantine. Unless you're and the then, Marlins, yeah. Unless you're the Marlins, and <laughs> I think another team or the Phillies. I think today, yeah, just got another one. But oh, wow. we have. Uh, the, so what I learned also is on on they were posting that some of the players from the other teams were watching from the stands, so there are there is actually a crowd. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Crowd, a crowd of professionals because like they're they're interviewing Damian Lillard and he was like, well, we're all given a free NBA league pass so we can watch whatever games we want, but since we're you know a building away and since we're all in quarantine together, you know then. It shouldn't be an issue. Hopefully, that you know that's not where the problem begins, and if anything starts, because of like them being there. But if they're going through everyday protocol, then um, I don't think it should be an issue. But we'll see, because we don't know. This is the first of any of its kind, and you know everyone's all just going out to see their pants on this thing. So, gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to see how they pull it off. I mean, and thankfully, fingers crossed, it has been a successful little experiment that Adam Silver's pulled off in Orlando. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, age, but like a day or two ago, they said zero positive tests in the last few days for all the NBA players, coaches, and staff. So, like, whatever they're doing, getting everybody, all the teams there like a month or so ago, telling everybody to behave, unless you're Lou Williams. Um, you know, everybody did what they're supposed to do. And, you know, th- this experiment's working. So, you know, kudos to the NBA. Um, hopefully the other leagues kind of follow suit and, or at least find a, f- a happy medium to make a, you know, the players safe and the players and the staff safe, but B, also, you know, yeah, give us that entertainment that we, that we <coughs> So, yeah, looking forward to, to more games. Uh, H, help me out here, dude. There's only two weeks of regular games or a week or so? I'm not sure. Not anymore. that many, right? Uh, not that many. It, it, they're not going to – they're not – It's like okay. I think 20 games each team. Okay. Like Maybe. Yeah. So they're, they're not even doing the whole 82 games, obviously. No, no, they're just trying wow. to seed everybody, you know – in order to create a playoff situation 
Nice. So I, I don't, and I don't even think it's going to be, I don't, I haven't sure yet. It, there, there hasn't really been much information on how everything's going to pan out, but I mean, did you heard about that? The other thing, the news that came out today where there was the NBA has done such a great job that they literally have, uh, like a superlative amount of tests. Oh, really? So that they, and Florida is one of the people that's like running short on enough tests. So the NBA was like, okay, we're going to volunteer all these. And in fact, their testing situation is better than anywhere else in the world because <laughs> they're able to get results within 12 to 15 hours as opposed to uh, everybody else who gets like a one to two week you know, turnaround time. So, I mean, if they're, able, if they're able to pull that out, that's, you know, that'd be fantastic for everybody involved. And, and yeah. if that's a widespread system that can somehow go to the rest of our country, I think that would be the most beneficial thing in order for us to get back to some kind of normalcy. Yeah, I, I dig that. I mean, whatever kind of private-public partnership they can pull off and do this, <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, kudos to them. Um, speaking of uh, things that we are afraid of and uh, disaster, <laughs> um, you know, just last night, and again, uh, of the day of recording, um, I, I don't know if you guys, were you guys awakened by sudden, like, shifting of, a, of the floor? A tectonic plate? <laughs> uh, absolutely. That, that was actually, surpri- I was surprised at how, how that woke me up this morning. That was not fun. It it was interesting that it's like it, it's funny. Um, and Lou, were you here for the the Northwest one? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I, yeah. Um, I remember after the Northridge one, at least for a couple months, there were like aftershocks and everything. And I, I remember once the aftershocks ended, I kind of missed it. And like I don't know, there was something cool about the idea of like an earthquake and as long as we're not dying or anything like that but when <laughs> when i when i woke up yesterday uh, or yeah well this morning when i woke up this morning i woke up and i was like ah earthquake <laughs> <laughs> dude, i'm not gonna lie this one was actually pretty scary dude like it, yeah go ahead it, it it was number one four thirty in the morning mm-hmm if no one in their right mind that lives any kind of normalcy is awake at that time. Um, and it, for me, it felt like somebody was punching the side of my house, mm-hmm. like, like a superhero was punching the side of my house. And I yelled out in a very loud expletive, like, you know, <laughs> I was, I, I was Arn! scared. And, um, you know, I wanted to make sure everybody was fine, but, I didn't even have time to react to anything like, like before I would run and go into the door frame or find a table. But unfortunately my gaming desk is slightly small and it would only cover uh, half of my body. So the other half would be exposed to whatever damage is left. I don't know which part I'd want to hurt more, but um, yeah, it, it, it was like, there's no time for reaction for me. It was just like, you know, if, if it gets worse, it gets worse, but uh, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Lou, did your uh, did your kids uh, wake up for it? No, they did not. They slept right through it. Uh, my wife and I did wake up, and yeah, I think hey, H, the, that description was pretty pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, it, it was like somebody drop kicked my building, and it wasn't because like 
not that I'm like a freaking earthquake expert, but like I like the rolling ones, like whoa, kind of roll it out. This one felt like boom, and it's like it was still shaking. Not ugh, yeah, I, I've slept through older uh, previous earthquakes. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, but this one for some reason was not a fun one to write out. Well, not to mention, actually, I, I got to give a, a shout out to our little book club um, because I, you know, Dennis and I and a few other friends are in a book club and we're, we're reading this new book, uh, The Evolution. And one of the big pro- uh, uh, points of the book is there's an earth, uh, not earthquake, a volcanic eruption. So I literally just finished a chapter where the eruption happened and that did not help my mindset because I was just like, oh crap, like all the cable's going to die, the internet's going to go out, I'm going to have to like kill bears and wolves to survive but i'm in chatsworth i think i'll be okay <laughs> and I, I not think quite that, in like <laughs> that's what made it worse I, I believe the epicenter was like pacoyama or something like that yes right yeah Pacoyama's right next to us dude yeah, it's like a hop skip <laughs> and a, a jump away so it's, you can it's throw a not, rock it's not a hop skip and a jump it's a turn left and we're in pacoyama <laughs> dude <laughs> Cause like we we have I have that the the that app or not an app but the thing that says how far you are from the epicenter mm-hmm. it's at point two miles man <laughs> you can walk it's like there. That's, it's it's not completely accurate it is it, it's a mile it's a mile it's a mile though dude and look I I know you I know you like do CrossFit uh, <laughs> you know but that. A mile. I, I mean, I'm. I'm think you can hop, skip, and and, and jump and, and get there in, in in a mile. That's true. You know, that, That's all true. I'm saying. Hop, skip, and a jump. It was right there. Oh, it it might as well have been us as the epicenter because it was it was pretty much right next to us, anyways. Like, yeah, and I kind of wished it was just because, <laughs> you, like, yeah, uh, you know, earthquake epicenter, me. Yeah. <laughs> no. You dodged that twice, like, like the Northridge quake. Dang it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, is it circling around? Or are we in the middle of the drain? What's going on here, dude? Like the eye, it's like the eye of the hurricane, dude. Oh, the, God. Chatsworth is, is next. That's all I'm saying. I know, God. We get enough blackouts, dude. No, no thanks. Dude. That's true. I don't, I don't understand the amount of blackouts in Chatsworth. When there's, an DW, there's a DWP power station, in Northridge and in Chatsworth. Like, huh? I know. Uh, it, are there, like the Vivid Studios taking up that much power over here? What, I, I don't get it, dude. Is all the computers at Sierra Canyon taking away all the power? <laughs> I mean, because all the celebrity kids got to learn more? Le- uh, Bronny needs the highest of the speed internets. <laughs> Is that how they speak? I don't know. <laughs> as long as you put the Z at the end, that's yes. how they speak. That's how kids talk nowadays. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, um, and the next thing that we're talking about, since we're talking about disaster. Is, okay. <laughs> I know. Um, Harold kind of brought up this interesting idea of like, now we, we oftentimes talk about like good movies and uh, we talk about, you know, trilogies and uh, like um, series that, that we, we like. But Harold came up with an interesting concept. Harold, um, can you explain to us what, we're, what our topic is today? Yeah, our topic is, it came from me watching, a, like, you know, most of my, or my, at least my topic ideas come from, like, I'm watching something, and then it hits me, there's something wrong about what I'm watching. And it's never really exactly what I'm watching, but it's, like, something that externally we think about. And for me, I was watching a particular movie, and I was like, this is a fantastic movie. I wish it had just 
the series had just ended here and we had never heard from the rest of these characters ever, <laughs> ever again, again. <laughs> but it kept going. And the question a lot of the times is, do those bad sequels ruin the legacy of the original? And uh, for me, at least uh, most of the times I can take a movie as an individual piece. However, if you do put them together, you can ju- you're able to judge like the full complete story according to how you know, um, the creators wanted the story to, to finish and whatnot. So, yeah, the idea is movies that initially, or series that initially started out good or great, and then uh, with time have just turned into a complete, as we say, a disaster. So um, do you guys want to start with your examples, or should I use the example of how I came up with the idea? Uh, let's start with yours um, so that we can kind of have a, idea with how this exercise is going to go okay so the series the franchise or series that i would like to first talk about is uh one of the highest grossing comedy series of all time with the first one and then uh two other sequels that came after it the series is called the hangover oh toy story no (laughs) (laughs) yeah that too uh the hang the hangover films uh, originally saw the first Hangover movie and could not stop laughing and had to keep watching it. Like, I think I have three copies of that movie on DVD. Uh, um, just the chemistry that that cast had together and the originality of the storyline in general was so great. And, um, you know, great. The first starring, I mean, like a big... Um, star-making photo movies for Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, uh, Ken Jeong, and Zach Galifianakis. And then, uh, you know, movies for the other guys who can just be in those movies. And then you have a good, a great ending, and it, that's how the, the series just sort of stopped right there because you have closure literally for every character there. Uh, everybody gets, the, you know, um, the ending that they all deserve somewhat. And then you have just a hook saying, okay, that was how the story progressed. Nobody needs to learn anything else about these characters. And then they were like, hey, dude, this was the biggest comedy of all time. Let's make some more. And we were handed The Hangover 2, which was uh, their version of like uh, Euro, their Euro trip or National Lampoon's European vacation. They take their story to Thailand and it's the exact same movie just in Thailand with uh, more nudity, uh, more violence, and less laughs. And then they were like, well, that went so well. Why don't we make a third one that has no laughs, oh. no, no redeeming calls, and, uh, you know, just a storyline that doesn't even make sense. And the, the, I can remember watching the first Hangover, and I was like, that's a great uh take on a, on a movie where it's like we all forgot what happened last night because we all got so messed up like you know we've all had those moments before and we'd have had to you know repiece the puzzle uh using bits and uh pieces from that you're able to scatter and find and that's an interesting story and having it happen to a group of people all at the same time great take having great comedic actors for that was perfect and then you literally try to do the same thing all over again and it's like everything you liked about the first one, you're supposed to like again, but you actually end up not liking it all. 
because you're like, oh, it's just repetitive. It's not, they don't have the heart anymore. Like, like they were all genuine fun characters in the first movie and now they're all just bitter, cynical jerks. And you're supposed to like root for these same amount of guys and then to do it all over again, one movie later and not have it, like technically in the third hangover, there is no hangover until the very end. So I don't know. It, it, and it just happens to be playing all the time on HBO. Like not even the hangover, the hangover too. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like the big bang theory for me. I watch it in the, it's like on the background while I'm playing video games, just so there's like ambient noise in the background, but I'm not, I don't need to pay attention to it. Cause there's nothing about watching that's ever going to entertain me anymore. So wait, 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 yeah. Let's go back. Did he he did Harold just admit that he has Big Bang Theory in the background while playing video games? Yeah, because I don't need to pay attention to it. It's just there. Okay, just check it. <laughs> um, I just want to make sure that that was the case. Everybody heard that. <laughs> My God, there's so much bitterness um, in in our episode today. Um, I, I'll be I'll I'll continue this uh, trend of bitterness. Um, you know, it's it's funny. There's always like like you're right. There's always going to be that what what movie. That, uh, that that catches you uh, uh, off surprise. Uh, uh, I think that catches off surprise. Or that by that, surprise, by surprise, surprise there catches you by surprise. Um, and all of a sudden you're like, dude, I want to see more of that. And when the when the next movie comes out, you're like, oh, okay. Um, and um, the first movie I want to talk about is Pitch Perfect. Oh man! Oh god! What a great call! Pitch <laughs> Perfect, the very first movie. I remember watching it, and I, I, you know, sometimes there's those movies you're like, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything to people because I'm kind of ashamed that I love this movie. I like, I, I was proud to announce, dude, I love that movie. That was <laughs> a great movie, a hilarious movie. I, I want to watch it again, and you know, um, I, I, although I'm not good at singing myself. <laughs> Um, it was it was catchy, and I was telling I forget who it was, but every so often I'll hear like a song from Pitch Perfect, and I'll turn to them and I go, "Oh, I never knew that this was an I never knew this was an actual song." <laughs> the only reason why I heard it was because of Pitch Perfect, you know. Um, and I don't know the the characters there, the 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 chemistry amongst the um, the, the the actresses uh, during that time and the story itself i i thought it was pretty poignant and um in the end you have this you have this uh you know this uh this development of, of who they were and i remember watching it and at the very end if you remember this the the ending where um the bellas kind of say you know the song that the, the song we're saying uh, the tryout song is and then they go to pitch perfect and i remember it was a perfect Perfect. Um, perfect, like, um, perfect combination of me is like, man, I wish they came up with a movie, a sequel. And then when they did come up with a sequel, I was so excited. And I remember, I it's not that I hated it, but it just didn't have the same um, like quality. It doesn't have the same appeal to the to the second one. But I was still pretty happy with it. And then the third one came, and like it was almost like they couldn't figure out what to do with these characters. So it's like, okay, let, let's dump on them more and give them an opportunity to shine once more. And it just felt, it, it just felt like these people that, that you were rooting for in the first movie and even the second movie. It's like they didn't learn anything. They're, they, they're just these losers. And then um, just the song choices, um, having different bands playing at the same time. Um, you lost the quality. You lost the 
whole acapella, uh, the, the the beauty of acapella and how geeky and how nerdy acapella was. And so when I, I remember watching the third movie, I was like, dude, I, I hope they don't come up with the movies anymore. But the fourth one. <laughs> turns out there's going to be a fourth one. And Is I'm, it really? Uh, well, pre-corona, <laughs> yes, there was going to be one. Okay. Can I tell you uh, wait, real quickly, since Dennis is talking about Pitch Perfect, like uh, my opinion of the second movie is always going to be skewed because I was able to go to the world premiere of the movie with all the actresses, actors and actresses there. Oh, you never told us this? Yeah. Oh, I know. This is my I first time hearing this too. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> but I went, to, I went to the premiere and I was pretty close to the front of the stage so I could see all the actors and actresses. They did it at the Nokia theater across the street from Staples center. So it was like, they turned the whole thing into a giant movie theater and then they did like a Q and a and everything. And that's was like the closest I'll ever be to Anna Kendrick and, uh, um, uh, Brittany snow and Anna camp and, uh, rebel Wilson. Cause those are the fellows that matter. <laughs> yeah. And like in my head, when, when it was over, people were asking me, Oh, how was it? I was like, Oh man, it's great. You know, they do all these things and then there's like stuff. And then like every time it's on now, it's like, it's okay. <laughs> it's perfectly I got prominent. See, yeah. I was like, but I got, I to, I got to see the, the Green Bay Packers, Packers in person. So does it ruin it? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think the third one, not to keep dumping on the show, but I don't know if the directors or the makers of the third movie were just like enamored with Rebel Wilson. Because I think the whole yeah. premise with Rebel, your Fat Amy's character in the third movie was like, when I was watching through it. I'm like, we're, we're doing this. Okay, we're, we're like, a- Amy's going to be like a, a big po- a part of this show. Um, okay, I get it. But I think that it kind of went against her appeal. Like, I think yeah. what, people, what I liked, at least personally, from the first few movies, at least for the first movie and parts of the second one, is that, you know, Fat Amy in small doses, hilarious, mm-hmm. good for a gag, and that's it. Like, yeah. you can't really build a show around her per se it's like i don't know yeah so i don't know i mean they, they kind of lost their perspective on that one so you know i, I i'm with you then i love that first one uh i don't have any fun uh, anecdotes about the second movie so yeah well anyway. even the second one uh, the, the, you clearly saw that the the people the the producers liked um fat amy's character um and they kind of had her more uh, more, more, uh, more lines for her. Oh right, uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're right. There were there were some moments like that moment where he she's doing her solo song, um, um, and then all of a sudden, as as she's like soloing, the, uh, like all of a sudden, it's the the, the car almost hits her, <laughs> and she's like, "What the hell? I'm I'm soloing here!" Like that whole sequence. That's I thought good. it was hilarious. That's so good. But you're right. <laughs> After that, like. Um, you know, it just became the Amy show, and then all the other characters that we loved kind of felt, you know, fell to the side. Um, yeah. I was like, I was really hoping. Um, what's her name? The, the new. Um, uh, ooh, um, what what is what is her name? Her real name? I think it's Emily. The the the, the Filipina, the really yeah. tall Filipina girl. Yeah, Emily. I loved her character, and then all of a sudden she became, you know, just a, another side character. So I was I was disappointed, but you're right. So pitch perfect for me. Good choice, good choice. Um, for mine, um, ah, let's see here. I'm gonna go with 
So we've been talking about great first movies that was given a sequel that was execution-wise or whatever idea was not a bad idea. So this is a sequel to a movie that we have historically on this podcast loved because it has all the good parts of uh, it has all the parts of a good movie. Uh, it has Will Smith. It has explosions. It has aliens. It was a summer blockbuster. So I'm talking about Independence Day. Uh, Independence Day. Um, but for for this episode, I'm going to talk about the sequel that unfortunately a lot of people asked for. Even me, I asked for it, and then we finally got it, and it was not at all the the sequel that I think we deserved or needed. So I'm talking about Independence Day Resurgence, uh, the one talk that came you. out. Huh? <laughs> talk about you, Resurgence. Exactly, you resurgence. Um, so this was the sequel to you know one of the best you know '90s movies made. Uh, the one that made Will Smith into like a household uh, to a, a household name, and I think that's where they messed up the sequel off the bat. There was zero Will Smith. He was. You guys have seen it. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming because yeah, I'm gonna. There's some good. There's gonna be some spoilers, but they killed him off, off screen in a quick mention. And that was it. And not that I'm like a big, you know, uh, every story is canon nerd, but to to shoe off a huge character like Will Smith's character uh, with 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 a, with literally like one line of dialogue felt like a huge disservice to to the franchise. And I kind of knew from there, I was like, mm, it's, we're off to that, we're off to a bad start on that one. Um, you know the the. After the first movie ended, there was a lot of good, still good questions left. Like, you know, yes, you know, Earth was able to uh, fight off the aliens. They, they, they destroyed the mothership with um, a virus made on, an, on, a, on a Mac laptop. I mean, you guys are the, the, you guys are the two computer, sci- uh, computer lab guys. So I don't know how feasible that is. Maybe Jeff. Uh, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't have no idea. Yeah, turns out <laughs> aliens still use HDMI. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Um, so yeah, like you know, even after that, when 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 all that go, goes on, when 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 I was leaving the, the theater, I still remember talking to my brother about this. It's like you know, it'll be a great sequel is if they talk about how does the Earth come back from here? Where do what? Like maybe there's going to be some like infighting using the alien technology, blah blah blah, all sorts of directions that it could have gone. But this one did not go in that direction. So it's just like it was uh, a lot of you know. Personally, it felt. Very schlocky, very heavy on the the three three uh, D CGI that was uh, that that was popular, I guess, a few that de- you know a couple years ago after Avatar came out. So every everybody had to rush out some kind of three uh, D movie or something like that to make extra bucks. But um, you know, and not to mention a lot of the characters were not that likable. Uh, to be honest, there's not. I mean, besides Jeff Goldblum's character who came back, who was only in the movie for maybe a, a little bit of it, I, I couldn't really tell you who else was in the movie. It was a bunch of, like, teenagers and whatnot. Not that I'm all against te- these teenage angst movies in sci-fi, but it didn't work for me. It did not have the same appeal or love that the first Independence Day had. Um, they literally felt like they just made it bigger, bigger explosions, bigger whatever than the first movie, and it, it, it didn't land for me at all. So that's, that's my first choice. Um, I I agree. Like um, one of the my, my one of my most favorite movies, um, and I I'm kind of biased because the moment I heard there was no Will Smith, I kind of like poo pooed it off. But yeah, yeah. I I still give it I I still give it a go. I still give it a chance. And right now, as you're talking about it, I'm trying to remember what the plot was. I have no idea. Yeah, what exactly. 
um, is a resurgence of Independence Day. <laughs> oh, okay, there Thank you go. You. Thank that you. <laughs> More aliens. I, I, I only remember that they tried to do another presidential speech and it didn't work out. You know, it <laughs> like, was not as inspiring. Yeah. No. Because you can only do that moment so many times and then you can try to monologue it like we did before. Yep. Doesn't land. <laughs> All right. Back to you, H. Oh, um, no, no, no. My next one is actually. It's a series that it's kind of like I've seen every single movie of the series and I had always given each uh, chapter a a different, I mean, a a chance because they've actually been kind of somewhat entertaining in a somewhat way. But then the more I think about it, it just like the, okay. So the series is the Final Destination series. Mm. Um, I we I, I wanted to choose a horror one, and this is wait, horror horror <laughs> horror uh, one, and this is the one I chose with because um, I originally saw the one the first one when we were in college, and I saw it with a bunch of or some of our friends in college, and I was thinking how ingenious it was that there's no real villain, and that the only villain is death, and it, you know just circumstances that lead up to each inevitable death of characters who were able to escape its path the very first time. And I was like, man, that is so interesting. And the second one was literally just mortal combat on <laughs> TV. Like there was no, no, they didn't even think about stuff. They were just like, all right, what's the like the goriest way we can get rid of everybody. Um, and it, it took out the fun of it. Like, like the fun of the first one was like seeing how, what, what's, what's coming next and how simple the death is going to be, you know? And then it's like every, everyone after that was literally just building up to like how more of a, uh, Rube Goldberg device are we going to do for you? And I was like, it was literally like, Oh, a piece of sand hit the floor. How is that going to affect all the uh, other events that is going to happen right now? Um, and then it, it was just getting like disturb, more disturbing each time. And then the one in part two that will always mess me up is like they have a truck in front of people with like poles sticking out and then or like lead pipes. And then he hits the brakes and all the lead pipes go through your face and stuff. So every time I see one of those cars on the road, I freak out or I think a, bo- a bottle of water is going to roll under my, my brake and I'm not going to be able to brake and stuff. But <laughs> It, it, you know, it just got, it kept getting worse and worse. And then, like, the series was like, I, I, I was like, I don't even want to watch any more of this stuff. Have you ever seen the very last Final Destination movie? No, no, no. I lost uh, I'm with you, actually. I, I watched the second one because I'm the same way with those log trucks. Like, I go three lanes away from those log trucks on the freeway just because I saw that freaking scene. But, oh, uh, no, I, I never finished the franchise. So the very last scene of the very last Final Destination movie is, like, the the main character gets onto a plane, and he's just like, you know what, I was, I was finally, finally able to escape death. I, I did it. Like, I was able to get out of everything. And then you hear a commotion on the plane. And then in the corner, you see a scene, and you see the person getting kicked off the plane is Devin Sawa from the original Final Destination. So it comes full circle and it's actually a prequel and that's 
pretty much shows that death is just going to keep stalking everybody like in a roundabout way. And that is a clever ending, but it doesn't make up for um, a guy getting his head smashed while he's lifting weights, uh, <laughs> girls getting burned alive while they're getting a tan because uh, their eye drops don't work all of a sudden. Man, like <laughs> I, I, I've never watched, I try not to watch movies, you know, like this. <laughs> blocking, blocking my, blocking my face with my hands, and then opening just a little bit of crevice so I can see. But in the like two, th- two, three, and four, you're literally just like, what's, what's, how, how's this gonna happen? Yeah, I, uh, I heard it. I, I figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I hate um, scary movies, and so. It, it's funny, like um, you know, I I I wish I could tell you some anecdotes about this. I I've never watched one. Um, it's again, um, horror <laughs> films are not uh, are not my cup of tea. Um, so I'll I'll, I'll take your word for it. No, it's I I like that first one, and yeah, speaking of deaths, like it, it didn't need to get uh, to Rube Goldberg. You know what happened to the classic uh, girl gets ragdolled when getting hit by a bus cause crossed in the street. You know. Yeah, that, that was that was fantastic because <laughs> that that, was that scene comes out of nowhere. <laughs> exactly, dude. And then Stifler getting like decapitated that comes out of nowhere, and it's like you know that was a good turn for Stifler because he wasn't actually comedy relief for a movie. I forgot and, that Stifler was in that movie. Thank you. And then, and and it's weird to see Casper being like all you know serious. <laughs> you know, he's grown up Cas- Casper all just today. a few years before he was a friendly and ghost. Then, and then you see it goes into a circle. Because when he dies in the sequel, he becomes a ghost. And then Christina. Is that really what happens? <laughs> I don't know. That's, my, that's my fan fiction. Before we move on to the next one, um, I just got to tell you, every time somebody says the word Rube Goldberg, I always think, that is that the, the cross-dresser? <laughs> no, that's a WCW wrestler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he won the light heavyweight championship in the WWE. <laughs> Um, my, my next, I don't know. Um, I don't know how many more we have left. We're surprisingly going through this really quickly. Um, I have a bunch of things, but the one I got to tell you, I'm, it's, it's kind of along the lines of what Lewis talked about. Um, I'm going to go with, um, Pacific Rim. Pacific oh. Rim 2 is, uh, is the one I'm going to be going with. Um, and just like the first one I talked about is, um, Pacific Rim, I thought uh, um, was a great movie. Um, uh, again, it caught me by surprise. I've never been a kaiju, um, you know, fan. You know, I've, I've never really enjoyed Godzilla or anything like that. But there was something about big robots fighting big monsters, you know, hitting each other, and it, it, it something it was something visceral about that 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 uh, that movie. I really enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed, you know, the, the characters. Um, I, I enjoyed, I, I don't know, there was just something about that and so cheesy, especially like um, uh, at the end where, uh, one of the parts of the end where um, where Mako and, um, well, I forgot the guy's name already. Um, Raleigh? Huh? Raleigh? Uh, Raleigh. 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 Uh, Raleigh. Raleigh and, and Mako, um, <laughs> where their Jaeger gets like lifted by the monster up in the air. And then, you know, Mako goes, you know, we have a sword. And it, it's just like, well, 
of course you have a sword. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's just like the, it was one of those most perfect moments. And I remember, and again, just like the other one, I remember watching and like, man, this is great. I want another one. And I don't know. Um, I, again, kind of cromulent, maybe. Um, uh, Uprising was, was okay, but um, I, I don't know. It felt like Uprising was trying to get the whole uh, Boyega train um, going. And so they, they, they put this, they, they, they were like, oh, we need another uh, an, uh, um, black person with a British accent so that, um, you know, so that he can, he can kind of become, you know, the new Pentecost and everything. And so, you know, you have John Boyega, you have, um, I think the guys, uh, the girl's name was Amara or something like that. So mm-hmm. it kind of became what, uh, what Lewis was talking about, where you take what you liked and then you take like the teenage angst, you take like the, you know, like the youth and then you, ha, you know, the, the youth is going to, it's going to be funny because they're going to mess up things but then still the 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 main guy the pentecost is still gonna win and everything so um i still liked it and it's hilarious that one of the one of the things that i disliked about the original one original one um uh, the original pacific rim was i always thought it was so dark like um like that sometimes you couldn't see what was going on and then all of a sudden you have pacific rim uprising and with uprising you have everything bright you know every you could you could see um everything and it's funny that because of that i felt like it became i know it sounds dumb but it's it became too cartoony you know while the the dark and moody um thing where everything was going really slow um it felt there was more there was there was more gravitas i I don't know what what you want to say with it Uh, (laughs) Because it's heavy, so you have gravitas. What I did there? It's got to hold it down. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Um, again, I, I, I can't say I, I, I remember it more than Independence Day Resurgence, but definitely um, I, I think I'm almost positive that thing killed the Pacific Rim, uh, Pacific Rim franchise for everything. Because man. So, you're saying that, so you're saying there's no more Pacific Rim jobs? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Well, for British guys, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how much Boyega wants to put into this. <laughs> Interestingly enough, that's, gonna... that's why you have to say every single time you get one of those, Boya! <laughs> you got Boyega. Oh man, uh, and yeah, and it's too bad too because both Resurgence and Uprising ended with like kind of cliffhanger-ish things. Like Uprising had the whole thing like, you tell those guys we're gonna come after them, and it's like, eh, I'm not gonna watch that. And then same thing, I think for again, I'm with you. Then I don't really remember a lot of the the plot points of Resurgence, but part of me remembers. I think they said they wanted to go chase after the aliens now. So I'm like, mm, nah, I think I'm good now. Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you can just chill at home now. Appreciate that a lot. Um, so anyway, for, for, for my next uh, disaster sequel, um, skewing a little bit, again, I'm sticking with all like fantasy or weird you know, sci-fi movies here. But this one came out um, off, uh, off an original movie that wasn't actually that great. But the reason that I chose it or was, it was there is because when it originally came out, or at least when it was originally announced, 
I had high hopes that it was actually going to turn around the franchise for the positive. Um, I'm talking about Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. So, um, oh. disastrous <laughs> sequel because... Wait, wait, wait. Like, we said really, that there had to be a good movie first. I know, I know, I know exactly. I, the first one... Are you saying that the that Fantastic great. Four movie wasn't good? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Because oh you're God. right. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Alba was a, a, a really tough choice for, for, for Susan Storm. I, I'm still not sure about that. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, but she, she was the best thing out of that movie. <laughs> However, this is, this is my, my one contention. Why do you have the most gorgeous woman in the world being invisible half the time? <laughs> we got we, we to gotta ask questions about this. I know you're right, dude. It turns I mean, out how- one, of the, uh, one of the most hottest men in the world is going to be the one that's going to be on fire the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Michael Chiklis? No, yeah. he was in the rubber suit. <laughs> yes. He's chickless. Chickless. Uh, like so, yeah, you, I mean, going back to... That's what, that's what the thing looked like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, Lord. Uh, where was I? So, oh, oh, so what, I, what I was thinking was that... Yeah, so the first one was okay. But, like, in my mind, I was kind of hoping... It's hard to imagine back then. But, you know, this was at the time where we had X2 which arguably was a much better movie than the first X-Men movie. And we also get, we also had Spider-Man 2, which, I mean, actually, inarguably, much better than the Wait, first Spider-Man movie. Did you Spider-Man say X2 so is arguably better than X-Men? Eh, there's some people, I, I, that's not, it's not me. I love okay. X2 much better. <laughs> I love X2 much better. I'm sure there's people out yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's people who are gonna defend the first X Men. I mean, it's fine, but you know. Anyway, so what I was thinking is like, I was in that, I was in that that mindset of like, maybe they'll get it right the second time. You know, Spider Man and X Men kind of hit off, the, ran off the blocks a little off, a little unbalanced, but they they righted the ship. And the second time around, maybe they got they're gonna do it right the second time for Silver Surfer. You know, the the trailers look great. You know, Silver Surfer himself, which was. If I'm not mistaken, was in a lot of the the advertising of it. Looked great, like he looked solid. He looked like, I mean, he didn't look like the Jack Kirby classic, but you know, he looked like a comic book. Like he looked like an action figure. Um, that they actually did CGI uh, great for that one. So you know, I guess that's the the point of marketing. You know, for for you people, Harold, uh, <laughs> you, you get people into the seats, and then what they do after the throughout the movie is up to them because. When I did get to the seat and I did watch the movie, I was sorely, sorely, sorely disappointed. Um, you know, from the from the weird, you know, costume choice for Doctor Doom uh, to Silver Surfer being just a big MacGuffin to the big disappointment of what Galactus ended up becoming: a storm, some clouds, something. You know, it was it was just not a good show. It was, it was not purple. a good movie, and it was purple at some points, I guess. Uh, depending it? on the angle, uh, depending on the angle that you looked at, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, it, it was just disappointing. Uh, really, not sure why why they had to go that route. And obviously, it resulted in them rebooting Fantastic Four for a second time in ten fifteen years, which I unfortunately have not seen the sec this John Trask, Josh Trask version of Fantastic Four yet. Um, I think it's on Disney Plus, but I'm not. I dude. Uh, this is with um, uh, the Dark Phoenix movie on my list of like I'm a, I'm a comic book fan, but even I have a limit because you've told me H how bad the Dark Phoenix movie was, and I've read how bad this Josh Trask version of Fantastic Four is. 
I might not just do it, dude. Uh, there, there, there's a limit. I I'm not gonna do it. But yeah, I have so that, those, you, that's my choice. I have to tell you, I watched the 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 Trask version of it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like it's like like if not for, good, huh? <laughs> I I would watch the movie except it was a Fantastic Four movie. Like, um, they basically made made it into like a horror movie. You know. Like, oh, okay. So it, Interesting like, choice. Instead of instead of it being like, instead of instead, you know how in the the in Fantastic in the Fantastic Four movie there was like hope. Like even though Ben Grimm was like, um, even though Ben Grimm uh, was 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 you know mutilated basically, um, th- there was still that sense of. No, we're superheroes type thing. Yeah. This one is, this was like, you know, it was like there was a terrible accident and these disfigured people and, you know, and that's how, that's how they, they focused on that idea instead of like the superheroics. So oh. I watched it out of curiosity. <sighs> <laughs> it's, uh, it was in focus. <laughs> the, the CGI was okay. Yeah, it looks great in digital. Yeah. yeah. It's on yeah, Disney+. I'll, Plus. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus, So you can watch it in 4K. Yeah. Really want it. So. Okay, um, maybe one more really quickly. Um, uh, we're running a little bit long in time. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, a semi-easy one. And then if you guys don't hit the other one, I think is obvious. I will just mention it prologue. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, the original summer blockbuster and it's crappy sequels. I am talking about Jaws. Jaws. Uh, Jaws, the original, probably one of the, if not one of the scariest movies of all time. It ruined everybody's lives and Including no one wants Dennis. to ever go. Yeah. Oh, anytime I see that shadow in the, in the, like even every time we went boogie boarding and I saw a shadow and I thought it was, it was, it might've been seaweed. I still ran for it. Um, the old adage that Steven Spielberg went by was the less you the shark, you know, where you want to see the shark. And he went against that adage in the sequel to that. And it was nothing but shark. Like part two was okay. And then it just hit the hills in part three and four. Like the most, like even two was unnecessary because there's one Jaws, there's one shark. How does it come back to life when it got exploded? It just, like are all men hunting sharks just going after Roy Schneider, Roy Schneider. Like it's crazy. And then wouldn't you, I mean, if a guy looked at my brother with a uh, tank in his mouth and said, smile, you son of a bee and then shot him. <laughs> hey, dang it. I gotta get that guy. And that's the thing that kills me about part four, even skipping part three is part four is a, a, this is the family of the guy that killed us. Let's follow his family to Jamaica and try to kill their family. Like, let's swim all the way from Amityville to, to Jamaica to try to get these guys back, which seems unlikely. <laughs> and to remember exactly who exactly Brody's wife looks like and then what his kids look like. And then for some reason, Michael Caine, like, uh, never made any sense to me. And then Jaws 3, 3D, terrible 3D, the worst shark ever made probably with that whole <laughs> breaking through the glass uh, and I've seen it in 3D and it doesn't make it any better it's it's garbage the whole time 
I mean, that one, <laughs> that one just great. SeaWorld, Jaws in SeaWorld. It's like, hey, let's let a killer shark into SeaWorld. Let's see how many other things you can kill here. <laughs> so, like, the whole premise of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World um, was, you know, you build the whole, there's another series, by the way. But uh, Jurassic World is that you build the amusement park and then everything else turns deadly. And then this one, it's like everything is completely friendly. And then it's like, hey, let's invite the one thing that could kill everybody inside. <laughs> so, Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> um, A lot of questions about that franchise. <laughs> really quickly, mine uh, is going to be The Matrix. Um, love the first movie. There you um, go. Still, still classic. But it's, it's almost like uh, the Wachowski sisters didn't know um, how to end the series. Um, and yeah, it ended in the first one. Yeah, it, it was it was perfect, and it was and it was like they 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 were so like they were so enamored with with the praise that they got that they that they used um, you know like uh, defy like um, you know mind defying like technology that they were so focused on the graphics that to to this day um, I don't know if you guys have watched it but um, the la- I forget which one's which the last one. Is it revolutions or something like that? Yeah, revolution. Um, there's that scene where Neo is fighting all the Agent Smiths, and there's no way, like, if you, especially if you have a nice big TV, there's no way for you to avoid seeing all the really terrible CGI Smiths flying around and um, Neo looking like he was like a PS1, um, you know, like rendering. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Um, you, you you couldn't like you couldn't uh, like the, the 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 concepts the idea and and especially in the end they tried to really go back it, it was almost like after number two people were complaining and one of the things they were saying well you know the the first one was so philosophical and then so it was almost like they decided to go okay what is the one no the one is the many and the many is the one and all those things and all all of a sudden you just lose what was beautiful beautiful about number one and it became kind of lame um interestingly enough though um if i don't know if you guys have ever played um but um they created a matrix video game where um mm-hmm. where i think i think um commander like captain naomi or something like that um uh, jada pinkett smith's character um is one of the char- uh, one of the playable characters i i preferred that story over and graphics better over the the actual like last two <laughs> last two movies. I kind of agree. I, I didn't really play the game, but I agree to the point where like a lot of the side materials that they provided, like they had those animes and the cartoons. Yeah, like, the animatrix. Yeah, those were so good. Like the little side stories of the people that live there. That was really good. Movie itself, I'm with Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just they yeah. tried too much and. Ironically enough, a three-hour movie did not was not enough or was not enough to contain all that they were trying to do, and it actually felt way too long for whatever it was. Um, that was the example I was going to say at the end. If none of you guys went with, <laughs> yeah, nice dude, good choice. Uh, for me, I guess a real quick choice: um, the Mummy Returns. Um, the first Mummy, just like uh, I think we are talking about this. Merch Brandon Fraser. <laughs> no, Fraser. I'm, I'm a smirch. Oh, Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> See, he did Fraser. it too, did he? he did it too. <laughs> I did that last time. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it wasn't a great follow-up to the movie. I was hoping for 
um, you know, there's questions about about like why would this mummy even return a second time? Uh, why, how, and why? And you know, I, I want to say like I don't know how many of us wrestling fans got suckered in thinking like, oh, the rocks in this movie. It's his first. It's his freaking movie debut uh we were in on this with, with this guy from the ground floor so we're gonna watch his movie too and you know he was in there for he was actually dwayne johnson for like the first two minute li- little uh, intro and then he was a, a, again not to make fun of playstations but he was a, another ps1 rendered character at the end of the movie so i, I don't know how that happened or how that came out to be uh, kind of disappointing movie, and then not to mention, you know, there were follow-up movies too. Uh, the Dragon King, I believe that was called, where there was a Chinese mummy now instead of uh, Egyptian, and then yeah, I, I lost interest in that. Uh, Got to be honest, I've not seen that whole movie through, but I'm sure it's fine. I guess it's cromulent. I don't know. Anyway, so that's me. You know who's my favorite mummy out of all of them? Tom Cruise. No spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the one that they used to call Anaxnaman. And wow. wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I thought you were, Lewis, I really thought you were going to go with Transformers. But then Oh no, I, I love all of them. I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Even the second one? <laughs> Especially the second one. What's the second one? Revenge of the Fallen? Is that it? Yes, 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 with the uh questionable choice of brothers, quote unquote. The, and oh, the yeah, other one that I easy. thought you guys were going to go for was Terminator. Well, first off, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that, actually, my other example was, let me see here. Hey, I, 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 th- I still think that uh, even after Terminator 2, the other Terminator movies had good ideas. But that's all they, had. Was, they had. They had little good uh, ideas. Yeah, the other Terminator 3 had a good idea. I liked yeah. how Terminator 3, they were just like, the, the robot's purpose was just to save John because... Because Judgment Day was gonna happen, period. Yeah, inevitably. Like, that guy, I, that, that I actually kind of like that sentence, that sentiment. I mean, it's it's a little nihilistic, but I, I liked it that you know it's gonna happen, dude. It has to, it has to happen. There's no stopping the 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 robots taking over. All we can do is save John, and that was that, I thought that was a great premise. It didn't need two hours to get there, but you know. Anyway, uh, I forgot real quickly. My last example was gonna be uh, the Pirates movies, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Started out with, like, I, like I said, one of my favorites, and then <laughs> but they made so much money. Yeah, yeah. And I, and if you ask me now, I don't even remember the plots of any of the other two. The first trilogy and then the second two that came out afterwards. There was a Kraken, I think? There was a Kraken. There was that um, guy. Legolas. That's all back. I got to. Yeah, they left, came back. Uh, Kieran Knightley was still there. Barbosa was, I don't know if he was a good guy anymore, if he was a bad uh, guy. Yeah. And then uh, Long John Silver uh, was serving fried fish. <laughs> now, the other series that um, I, I, it's, it's kind of old, but Highlander. Like, it, it, great premise. Yeah. Like after that, it was just it convoluted to the point where I didn't bother watching it. I don't know. Yeah, like how many of the ones now? Two. Okay. <laughs> Quick question: just, just Did, Have we ones. ever done? And I know because we've done like 140 something episodes already. Um, but have we ever done like um, like time travel? In uh, no, we tried to do that. 
incongruity before? We we tried to do that episode, but we remember we were not smart enough to pull it off. Gotcha. <laughs> Have we talked about my my insistence that um, Terminator Two doesn't make sense? Well, first off, how dare you? But no, we have not talked about that. <laughs> a, a, a conversation for another episode, then. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, that, I agree. I agree. That's it for us today. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed our episode. Um, as usual, you know, we've been doing this for quite a while. It's been a couple months since uh, the lockdown and COVID-19 has happened. And even though uh, I do miss you guys um, and... Uh, I miss the touch and your soft caress. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's been fun uh, um, being able to get together. So um, for those people listening, I hope you guys enjoyed our uh, podcast today. Um, you know, as usual, we have over 140 episodes that you can uh, binge on, especially if you are a government worker that don't, the, that you don't do anything anyway. <laughs> um, you can go check out the two fanboys, one casual.podbean.com for all our old episodes. And on Facebook, you can find us two fanboys and a filthy casual. Every time the podcast goes live, we'll be posting it there. Uh, not to mention our pretty active Facebook group. So find us in our group in the groups uh, page or search whatever. Uh, two fanboys and a filthy casual group. It is a private group, but uh, you know, go ahead and uh, click that ad. We'll gladly add you on. Bunch of like like minded nerds and geeks uh, talking about all the good uh, good stuff out there nowadays. And then both on Instagram and Twitter at two fanboys one casual. And we can find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. That is it for us today. Hopefully you enjoyed your episode. And as usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. This is Lewis. Two fanboys and a filthy casual is out. See you later. We are out. out. Wear a mask, please. Please. Come on. You know who you are. Come on.